Snow package feels like. Uh, hey, Mike, you okay? You take the ugly one. No, you take the ugly one. I'll take the ugly one. Uh, which one's the ugly one? <laughs> Yo, what up, Superhouse Podcast listeners? This is Superhouse episode 114, and today uh, Andrew and I are going to be interviewing um, uh, martial arts stunt actor Nick Palma, who was uh, the uh, in the Michelangelo suit in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, as well as various stunts on TMNT 3. Um, he also has done some really good work on a bunch of other cool projects. Uh, that'll be coming up next my name is stefan and i am joined by andrew what's up so first of all thanks for coming on uh nick can i call you nick yeah no please do i mean that is my name i don't have my show on at the moment but but uh yeah i'm actually well we considered ourselves the fight turtles or the action fight turtles slash fight turtles um and i can explain it for you if you want yeah go ahead all right so basically when the turtle movies uh the, the way we had it they had two sets of turtles one were the actors who had the thirty thousand dollar animatronic head on top uh, and the the 60 pound battery pack behind their shells uh so basically they they had their own costume and they had the more expensive equipment and so so we were the action turtles everything that the actors could not do we did and then basically um that was the you know the backflips the martial arts you know the, the the fighting with the weapon weaponry and so forth and small pratfalls uh, and then why I don't why I say that I'm the action fight turtle as opposed to the stunt turtle is because there was an actual stunt man uh, heavy duty who did all the heavy duty stunts not for all the turtles that means you know myself Leonardo Raphael Donatello and also uh, Splinter uh, Shredder you know anybody that needed these heavy duty uh, falls or, or thrown across the, the studios you know with these ratchets and air rams. And his name was Tom DeWeer. And so okay. I don't want to take that stage away from him. You know, he was he was awesome. And and so that's that's why I consider myself the action fight turtle. Um, uh, as kind of a martial arts fan myself, I wanted to ask, what did they was there kind of an emphasis on using Japanese martial arts in this or was it just kind of a mixed thing? It was a mixed thing because uh, um, I personally I, I studied uh, Choi Lee Foot initially when I first started the martial arts, which right when I was 13. Choi Lee Foot, are, are you familiar with that style? No, I'm not. Is that Chinese? It is a Chinese, southern Chinese um, kung fu style that emphasized on strong horse stances and a lot of hand techniques low, and low swift kicks that really didn't go too high beyond the waist. Right. Uh, and so that's, the, you know, when Bruce Lee learned his martial art you've heard of wing chung yes yes okay well in hong kong he usually fought the choi Lei foot schools so it's kind of like the wing chung against the choi Lei foot where is how it went and um in hong kong so choi Lei foot is pretty popular it's kind of comes along the same lines of the southern fist from the hungar uh hungar kung fu kung fu i don't know if you've ever heard that yeah i have a little bit yes yes so it's kind of branched out from there and um and anyway, if you know if you've seen these old martial arts movies, it's 
it's it's displayed a lot in that when they're finding the, the hand techniques are long range, a lot of hand techniques. The kicks were a little, you know, lower. They weren't really to the head as much, but um, but you really felt the kicks. Nice. The lower part of your body. Yeah. So when, whenever you started the job on on Ninja Turtles two, was it basically? Uh, what they tell you, was there any, or you just kind of followed orders, like this is the choreography, or was there anything like, we want it to be like this, we want it to seem like like a yeah. Chinese martial art here, or what, I mean, yeah. what, what exactly oh, yeah. well, was the direction? Okay. So I guess I didn't finish that, that, that uh, question. No, it's okay. So basically, I was Troy Foot, but a lot of uh, the other guys, like uh, Stephen Ho, who's Donatello, Action Turtle, or Fight Turtle, was uh, was American Karate. Uh, Hosun okay. Pak, who is the Raphael. Action Turtle or Fight Turtle was uh, was Wushu Kung Fu, and then uh, Larry Lamb, uh, who was Leonardo Action Turtle Fight Turtle, he was uh, Taekwondo. So they there was a mixture of different martial arts, and we you know we they didn't really say you know they basically just just took it as martial arts you know so they didn't really put an emphasis on a style of martial art. It was just a matter of just this you know the, the turtles displaying their martial arts skills. And they didn't really emphasize what, you know, what style it came from. But but the way we broke it down is, um, by the way, you know, when I I got that job, by um, by within a week, uh, I'll tell you how I got the job. I went. I was actually at Black Belt Magazines with uh, with a prominent martial artist at the time that I that I was renting a room out of his house. And I don't know if you're familiar with Eric Lee of the '70s. You're probably too young, but he was Eric Lee was considered the Little King of Katas in the 1970s nice. and all the on the tournament circuit. Well, they were doing some articles for him at Black Belt. Uh, he mentioned to them that I had just moved from San Francisco to LA to get into the movies. Um, they mentioned that there's this they were looking for the one turtle left in this movie about turtles, and which I didn't, to be honest, I didn't even know about the turtles, what it was about, and so forth. I was just coming in off the street, um, and so. So basically, they told me the stunt coordinator's name, which was Pat Johnson, our, the fight chore choreographer, uh, and he lived in the valley, which is the San Fernando Valley. They, um, they gave me his address. I, I kind of got my photo and resume together. I went to his house and I knocked on his door. No, I didn't knock on his door. What I did is I put it in his my my photo and resume in his mailbox. Um, the next day he calls me up, and the day after that I went for like a little audition at this uh, martial arts school. At the end of that week, I was on a plane to London being fitted to be a, one of the turtles. So it happened that fast. I just happened to be at the right place, nice. right time, right height, and, you know, and I and right skills, I guess. And you were but Michelangelo mainly? I was Michelangelo in the second movie. I was contracted to do, yeah, to work as Michelangelo. So did you did you have, like, uh, nunchuck skills coming into this? Oh, or? yeah, oh, yeah. See, uh, again, when I was a young kid... Um, um, I was 13 years old in 1973, and um, and that's when Bruce Lee hit the scene. So Enter the Dragon hit in, I think it was August of 1973. Bruce Lee had died a month before in, in July. So I'm 13. Uh, we, you know, me and a group of uh, my friends, we go see Enter the Dragon. I mean, by that, that changed my life from that day on. Um, the next week I was in a martial arts school. It could have been any style. I would have not known the difference at that time. <laughs> it just just so happened to be, you know, Chinese Kung Fu, Choi Le Foot. Uh, again, I, I, I was raised in San Francisco, so it was in the Sunset District. Uh, in any case, um, 
so so basically you know everybody wanted to be bruce lee and me included so i try to be you know, <laughs> learning the nunchucks and i kept on banging myself but you know i persisted and uh and that's what i had to display when i went for the audition for the being one of the turtles as well which which was my nunchuck skills as well Ooh. Um, nice so yeah yeah you were actually answering a lot of my questions that i already uh already had planned here but um so you didn't know much about ninja turtles coming into this really yes really i i didn't i you know i i don't think i even saw that i may have saw the first movie i mean it, i thought it was pretty good but again i didn't realize that they're gonna make another two you know i didn't, I didn't connect the dots maybe but uh when they did mention that um turtle movie it didn't click that it was the first one that i had seen oh right 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 yeah so i didn't i didn't know like for people like Stefan and I, Stefan and I were born in 84, right? You're 84, right, Stefan? Yeah. So this was like the first big thing for us. The uh, Ninja Turtles old. boom, that was like our shit back in the day. Yeah, yeah. you were right at that age, huh? Six. Right. Man. Yeah, we were six. So it was like, uh, I mean, just like martial arts related stuff. I think, honestly, looking back on it now, it seems like the early 90s were, were still we're still kind of um, and very influenced by the eighties martial arts scene. Right. And I think if you look back at that time period, you had Ninja Turtles and like, I, I mean, even GI Joe to a certain extent, we're using, um, you know, martial arts and um, it just seems like there was a lot of martial arts and all kinds of stuff. There was the three ninjas. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think yeah. at the time it had like the page where it was like, learn self-defense and had the guy throwing those really stiff, kicks and punches at the other guy right 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 oh, man that's badass i want to do that <laughs> yeah for sure no no there was a lot going around and, and i think the turtles and then the, the power rangers kind of came out of that yeah. as well um and yes. yeah you're right about the three the three ninjas in hollywood or something where i remember that yeah. also martial law i don't re- i don't know if you remember that series martial law yeah. was with salmo hung yeah would you guys remember, uh, you guys are familiar with Enter the Dragon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you remember, <laughs> Sorry. remember okay, who isn't, right? Well, <laughs> but, but remember Bruce Lee was fighting at the at the Shaolin Temple at, in the opening scene? Yeah. And you know that that was Salmo Hung. Yeah, the one he's in, they have like, they're in that like MMA style kind of garb too. They have the exactly. short, the small gloves and the short shorts and stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, that's why they consider Bruce Lee the father of MMA. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right, but, right, right. But yeah, he was fighting Salmo Hung at that time, which was a 17-year-old kid. Oh, wow. shit. Yeah, but he was really, he's very acrobatic. You could see he did those backhand sprints. Yeah. He just, he took those falls really good. And I yeah. don't know if you know this, but in the dungeon scene of Enter the Dragon, um, he fought Jackie Chan. Yeah. There's you like pictures know? of them, him in the background on the set and stuff like that. and like. Right, right. So when the guy behind that. him, yeah, he grabs... He, he grabs Bruce Lee and then he, then, you know, he throws Jackie Chan in front of him and snaps his neck. Yeah. Which, uh, and again, he was a 17 year old kid as well. Legend, yeah. But I guess, but everybody has to get their start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. sure. Samuel Hunt Boy. and Jackie Chan, uh, they did a lot together after that as well, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They were, there were three, yeah. three of them, which I don't forgot the other uh, guy's name. Yun, Yun Bao, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, they guys, those guys really had a monopoly on the Hong yeah. Kong. Yeah. Fighting scenes. Point oh, uh, well, actually, I wanted to ask. So, you you get cast in Ninja Turtles two as the uh, what would you call it? The stunt turtle, the fight turtle. Well, yeah, the fight turtle. 
fight turtle. So what, I mean, just what was it like going on to that set? Because you were going into probably one of the biggest movies that were going to come out that year or the next year. The, the first one was a, was a hit. As far as I remember, I was young, but I, I mean, looking at online and stuff, it must've been a hit cause I got a sequel. So mm. it was probably a very big thing going on. So like, what was it like yeah, th- training and fighting on set doing those scenes? No, uh, it was exciting. Okay, well, here's the thing. Okay, so we so we did get you know, I, okay, we, we had when I got the the you know the job, I had three months before we we had the report to the to the, you know to to the movie basically right. before they were gonna start shooting, so or you know start the movie. So basically, they gave me they sent me some hands of Michelangelo, you know, the turtle, so that I can get used to Ooh. familiarize myself with the nunchucking. Uh, for those three months and so forth. They didn't send me the whole suit, which was too bad because that would have really helped out a lot in doing that back handsprings and just the fighting <laughs> yeah. and so forth. But but uh, but basically, um, we had three months. But when we got there, and it was filmed not in L.A., it was filmed over in North Carolina at the Caraco Studios in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was really a beautiful place. We, uh, we ended up, uh, me and a couple of other turtles were roommates. We had a house on Wrightsville Beach for that for those three months. But it Ooh. took three months to do. The first four weeks we, when we got there, we, um, you know, they kind of toured us around, showed us the sets and so forth, showed us the uh, costume, which we had seen within those three months too. Because a couple of times I was I was flown to london england where the creature shop had their headquarters oh, i was wow. fitted there and then um it was just like two weekends you know within that three months mm-hmm. but uh but but basically we, we tried on our costumes and we you know moved around in them and so forth we started to choreograph everything for the first month for four weeks we choreographed everything that we could and the things that we couldn't do with the cost you know that we thought we could but before we had tried the costumes on, then we had to re-choreograph it to make it fit, um, you know, f- you know, to make it flow and, and look mm-hmm. presentable, basically. So you had four weeks of rehearsal. During that time, the, the actor and the puppeteer were kind of working together to kind of train themselves to, um, you know, to kind of uh, to be ready for the shoot as well. So it, it took four, four weeks to get ready. Then it took eight weeks to film. And nice. it was very, really exciting to do because, I mean, uh, once we were on set for the actual thing, um, we we had, you know, we had to work those long hours. But any chance we get, we just kind of tear off. I don't know, Andrew, if you remember when I was at the Comic-Con, I, you know, I tore off my head. And yeah. I would be there. And that's what we did. We tear off every limb we could uh, and just, you know, just kind of relax and be ready. Well, we really couldn't relax all the time, but... Because, you know, if you got too cold, then when you had to do your scene, you were cold and you may, you know, you could have gotten injured. So we right. try to keep at least a little warm, but always on the ready to, to you know, be, to be ready to do the scene. Nice. And were cool. the suits like super restrictive or was it, was it, did you have to change a lot from your original, original choreography or what? Uh, not a whole lot. There was one scene that in the, in the, um, it was the nightclub scene that I wish, uh, I wish we would have done the choreography that I that I liked, that I had in mind. Because because Pat Johnson asked each of us, you know, what what's your what's your special technique that you want to you know you want to do it. And so you know we tried. He tried to work what we had to offer, 
Um, but but uh, but in the in the uh, nightclub scene, I remember I wanted to do a scene where they're chasing me against a wall, and they got my me backed up against the wall, two two foot soldiers or two bad guys. Mm-hmm. And then what I do is I was gonna throw a punch at one of them. He grabbed my hand and throw me into the other guy, and then they would kind of ram me into the into the wall. And then kind of take me away from the wall and ram me again. But as they were to ram me up the second time, I would run up that wall and punch a backflip behind them, kind of, cool. and then kind of take them out that way. I, we didn't get to film that one. I wish, I wish I could have shown that one. Yeah, that um, great. Maybe I have to hire some foot soldiers today and try that. That's <laughs> yeah, always bothered me because I've always wanted to <laughs> in the movie. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah. But, uh, what was your favorite move that got into the movie? Uh, let's see. Well, my nunchucking really helped me a lot when I, when, you know, because uh, like I said, I, I mean, I just, I could whip those things back then. And, and, uh, <laughs> and so that kind of got me into it. But but it was a different thing when it's, I did have the complete costume on because I couldn't do a lot of the stuff that I, I would like to have shown. Um, it just, you know, and I was, I guess I was, to be honest, I was more apprehensive because it was my big, break so to speak i mean I, I wasn't very seasoned going into the sh- to the turtle movie it was kind of like my first big break i had done a couple of previous things but they weren't nothing on that scale and just that whole thing kind of was a little intimidating you know yeah but uh so i didn't want a chance you know what i mean it, it costs yeah. money to kind of go over and over again to get right so so I, we try to keep it as simple yet you know, try to make it dynamic at the same time, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Have you kind of followed the Ninja Turtles over the years since then? No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, not at yeah. all. And to be quite honest, I mean, um, I hadn't even seen the movie that I did about for about ten years. Wow. So, so basically, when the next franchise came out. Uh, I didn't. Well, at first, I didn't want to see that franchise when they first throw, showed uh, uh, the commercials. Yeah. You know, but it, but the first commercial I saw, you know, that, that didn't look like them at all. What the heck yeah. are they doing? So so then, <laughs> then about you know three weeks, four weeks later, the another commercial came out and they kind of added more to it, and it still yeah. didn't. You know, I didn't want to see it. But then you know, once the third one commercial came out, um, I, I decided you know maybe I'll go see it, and so I ended up seeing it, and. Um, and I, I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I knew it was it was nothing like what we we did. Yeah. But but the thing about the this new one is that it got the ball rolling again for for me again. In other words, cool. people who saw the new one now are, are your age, and so they had kids, and they go, "No, those 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 aren't the turtles." And so they told their kids, "I'm going to show you the real turtle." So we, they go back and see the old version, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and I actually did the same thing. And I was surprised to kind of to to see it. I was really surprised how well the old version kept up. In other words, it was mad. It, it was what am I trying to say? It's a classic. So it yeah. was we made magic back there. You know, with Jim Henson and the Creature Shop, the yeah. animatronics. It was all very cool how they did it. Not not and you know I mean they're all they're two separate franchises yeah uh, but i gotta thank this new franchise because i wouldn't be talking to you i, I don't think no. <laughs> if, if, it didn't, if it didn't come out but yeah. but but that's here's the thing too so at that point i started to um 
I started to uh, go to Comic Cons, and I went to a Comic Con, and then I was looking for a suit, and then I was turned on to this guy in Corona, who made the turtle suits. His name is Daniel Bravo, cool. and、um, and he told me about all these different subcultures from the turtles that had evolved that I was never aware of, and it was, I mean, they know more about stuff that about the turtles than I do. But that's the scary、oh. part, <laughs> and you guys probably do too. <laughs> Stefan is our resident、uh, Ninja, Ninja Turtles expert here,、okay. so I try and keep a tab on it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but you got to you got to you got to think about this though. I mean, like as like for like what Bruce Lee was for you, and just a generation ten years before us, right? Uh, that's what Ninja Turtles were were for us, you know. Like at that at that age range, sorry, Andrew. At that、oh, age、good. range, it was like the most accessible way to kind of like. Get into martial arts without like strictly being in like a karate class or something.、Um, so it was like, yeah, like kind of what Andrew was saying that that they were kind of our Bruce Lee, and that led to Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan and Jet Li and Sammo Hung and all those guys. But you know,、yeah. it's like all the other cartoons were kind of like they either pandered to the fact that you're a child and you probably don't know any better, or it just wasn't very creative to begin with. So the Turtles came out, and you're like, oh my god, it's so weird, and it's got like ninja moves, right? Right. No. Yeah. No. I I understand completely.、Yeah. That's that's what I when I talk to a lot of you know the people at the comic cons now they they say the same thing because right you had an emotional tie to 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 that because、yeah. you're you're at a early age like that. No. I, but that just goes to show the power of media too, film. Yeah.、Right? Definitely. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it's crazy, but that's very exciting. Yeah. So I'm ready、yeah. to do a new movie whenever. Oh,、movie. that would be.、Yeah. <laughs> That would no, be just, awesome. Yeah, no, it would be cool. It, it might be one where live action meets computer. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Probably. We, yeah. We, we've talked about it before, of like you know the possibility of there being like a grittier take on it, or like a more adult take that's closer to like the original comics、right. uh, than the cartoon or something. Like that would be really cool to see、yeah. with like practical effects and all. No, that would. In fact, the first one was kind of like that, right?、I、right. Mean, there, It, yeah, back, exactly. I think eighty nine, eighty eight, or something like that. Those guys were Hong Kong stunt guys. I don't know if you're, you know that. Golden Harvest,、um, you know, was the guys who did the turtles,、uh, and they hired. They were Hong Kong stunt guys who were the action turtles in that in the first mo- turtle movie, and then they went sag. And plus, they also got a, a boatload of of letters from parents because parents. You know, we're upset at all the weaponry and stuff like that. That's why in the second movie you don't see any of that. You know, they have their weapons, but they never really use them to, to defend themselves. They always use other things like the combat cold cuts or the yeah. oyo,、uh, yeah, you know, stuff like yeah. that. So that's the reason they had to lighten up on on the violence. But I guess they did、yeah. a good job because、um, <coughs> a lot of people do like the second one because of the slapstick and. And the comical aspects of it. So yeah. Are you still practicing Choi Lee Foot? Is that the name of it? Well, yeah. Here, see, here's the thing again. Like, like Bruce Lee was Mr. Versatile. So I not only、yeah. practiced Choi Lee Foot for for seven years from from the age of 13 to 20. My teacher was this guy in the Sunset District called Jimmy Ming Wong.、Mm-hmm. And、um, and today's Grandmaster Doc Fai Wong. But、um, but in any case,、uh, I also at that time frame, I also I boxed, I won some golden gloves, you know, I、uh, wrestled, I did gymnastics, I fenced, you know, I I did 
gymnast, you know, I did anything and everything that I could to be Bruce Lee. So I was all over, <laughs> all over the board. I was, you know, trying to be a, that that Mr. Versatility. versatility. Um, I was also stationed in Korea back in uh, 82 to 83. And so at that point, I ended up taking Taekwondo. And because of my boxing and my chorley foot, my hands were already good. But it wasn't until I took Taekwondo that my feet also um, got got to be very balanced, very good as well. So that really even maybe more versatile, so to speak. Um, so yeah, I took that. I ended up, yeah, I took a lot of things, you guys. I'm sorry. I can list a lot of things. I mean, that can be good, that can be bad, but that was my journey. Um, but, uh, but now these days I'm trying to hone it all down and just... Um, trying to get that philosophy where Bruce Lee, you know, ended up, you know, his JKD, Jeet Kune Do. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of, you know, trying to hone it down to that point. These last years, I've been kind of involved with the Bruce Lee Foundation um, and, and trying to go to their seminars and learn about what Bruce Lee, you know, what was going through his mind when he was creating his own type of concepts or martial arts or however you want to say about you know what he developed yeah. so for me i'm kind of whittling back down but nice yeah, cool. yeah. That's awesome i love bruce lee no no i mean like i say i i if i would have loved to have met him yeah. uh, i you know i have met his and i actually met his son uh year years oh, ago wow yeah i met him um when, it, when his son was 15 and, and i was 20 at the time and i gotta say the guy still towered over me I guess I'm always going to be a small guy, I guess. But uh, but his daughter's very nice. His wife is very nice. Uh, very good people. That's awesome. Um, yeah, there's a lot of weight on their shoulders, I think, though. And I, I, I really so like think they're taking the a... And, what's that? So like uphold the legacy or something? Yeah, just right. You know, I mean, because, you know, just his whole estate, his whole philosophies and yeah. you know they wow. do have the foundation uh shannon the you know his daughter uh is the president of it and yeah she, she has it but but i'm sure there's a lot that she has to upkeep and you know just yeah. it's 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 been very difficult so i think she they mentioned that for years they never had um you know they didn't have anything um like they never copyrighted any of his stuff because they could they couldn't it was just out there you know at that time oh, wow. back in the early 70s so they didn't really see anything for a long time and and so it was a struggle for them to kind of they're trying to hone hone in on that and trying to you know control it now because yeah i mean you know it's it's, it's, his, it's his estate and they're they are his you know family and stuff so that's a, probably a difficult thing to do because it's like wildfire fire right now it's all over the place yeah so in any case um i still you know try to support them as best i can that's really cool yeah yeah, yeah. stefan do you have any questions um yeah a couple actually um were there any that being like your kind of break out role were there any uh lessons that you learned on during that experience i mean i'm sure there was plenty but anything that really stuck out to you that you've carried on in your career uh, yeah, well, just to be at the right place at the right time. No. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, but on, when you're on set, you know, I mean, you're there for one specific purpose, of course, yeah. and that's for, for the producers, for those people to have this movie made. Yeah. So, you know, just, uh, you know, just uh, to so let, 
let people were you know tell people where where you are at the time and you know mm -hmm. just to make sure you're always at hand and ready to go yeah. uh, so i try to carry that work ethic on my other movies as well yeah, for sure and, yeah but the only trouble is nobody really saw my face on that movie yeah <laughs> so I, I so it was a hard to make a career yeah and which you know i wanted to do but um but in any case we did have a cameo i don't know if you guys know that so in the disco scenes you could see leonardo the action the fight turtle guy and that larry lambs and that i'm mm -hmm. also in in the disco scene as well and i think stephen ho and wholesome park as well yeah oh that's awesome i'll have to look out for you guys next time i watch yeah. it yeah yeah for sure which will probably be tonight because now i'm like really excited <laughs> well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see it too. So no, I'm just <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah. Also on your IMDb, I saw that you were a stunt performer in Newsies. That's like one of my favorite movies from a, being a kid too. It's like one of the like a musical that I really yeah. liked. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so it experience? was a musical. Yeah. Although I didn't sing on it. No. Yeah. I was, yeah, I, was a, I was a I was a stunt newsie. So basically, because um, cool. of my height. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, a kid and stuff on that, and that. Uh, so when, so basically, when the police officers and stuff are throwing mm -hmm. around the little newsies, I'm yeah. one of those guys that they pick up and throw. And so oh forth. wow, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that that the guy who picked me up in that, who was the police officer. Um, are you guys familiar with Andy Armstrong? Uh huh. Okay. No. Well, he I think he did all the. Well, now he's pretty big because I think he did the Spider Man stuff. He's the Oh, cool. Stunt coordinator. He's a heavy-duty stunt coordinator these days. But at that time, you know, he was also a stunt coordinator at that time. But he was the guy wow. that police officer threw me around. But he hired me. See, Mike Vendrell hired me for Newsies. Mike Vendrell was the stunt coordinator for Newsies, but also for um, Kung Fu's series. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. That, that definitely, yes. Okay. Remember the one with Brandon Lee in 1986? Yeah. Yeah. So that's Mike. Mike Vendrell did the stunt coordinating on that. Oh wow! That cool. Series. Yeah. So and I met Mike Vendrell through a friend of mine, Razar. In the movie, is his name yeah. is Mark Ginther, who's also a very top stunt guy these days as well. But Mark Ginther introduced me to Mike Vendrell. Mike Vendrell put me in Newsies. On Newsies, I met Andy Armstrong. Andy Armstrong. Stunt coordinated Stargate. Remember Stargate? Nice. Yeah, I was just yes. going to ask you about that. Yeah. Well, he's so Andy Armstrong coordinated that. He hired me. They flew me out to Yuma, Arizona. I was the stunt double for the character Nabe in, yeah, uh, in, yeah, in Stargate, which was a very exciting time yeah. to be. Love Stargate. Yeah, Stargate was really cool because we, we, they flew us to Yuma, Arizona. There's a big sand dune national cool. park out there. They actually built that whole pyramid. Mm -hmm. out in the desert wow. there. Yeah, it, that was fun. now you talk about getting on we got on these sand rails and they took me out to the set and we're coming up and over this one big sand hill and as we go up on the top we come over you can just see the pyramid right up here before you cool. and it was as if you're in you know egypt it was, really it was, there huh? <laughs> yeah, it was really there it wasn't green screen so you really got to like experience the stargate in a way that <laughs> even most audience members didn't really no yeah no that, it's that almost was, like it being real yeah it was that was a fantastic cool. movie i mean because we were on location it was way out in the boondocks oh, and it yeah. was uh it was as if we were actually in that because the, it was just all around yeah that stargate 
That's really cool. And also, I see you were in the rundown. What was that experience like? That's a really yeah. cool experience. Yeah, don't ask me about the rundown. No, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll tell you. But the rundown, that was a good, that was a good movie. That was, you know, Dwayne Johnson. I think that was like his, one of his first movies. To yeah, yeah. Kind of started making him a superstar. But um, <clears throat> about the, okay, we filmed that in the in the Arboretum right there in L.A. Uh huh. Okay, but about. Two weeks before that, they were in Hawaii filming on location. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, so I didn't go to I didn't go to Hawaii. That's why I'm upset. Oh, about okay. it. I'm just oh. <laughs> but, no, but, but anyway, um, what they did in the arboretum, so we had to find you know the, the palm trees, something that looked like the jungle. And what uh -huh. they did is they got a huge steel frame over on top, uh, held up by cranes, right? Uh -huh. And they attached all these wires to it because that was all done by wire work. Uh -huh. which was the first time I've ever worked with wi you know, wires like oh, cool. that. Yeah. yeah, it was exciting, although um, yeah, it was the first time, although I, I didn't realize what I needed. Was a very important thing that you're going to need is your cup when you do something like that. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so, so anyway, yeah. Um, when we rehearsed it, we rehearsed it in North Hollywood, in a warehouse uh, on these mats and i didn't have my cup that day oh and man. Uh, oh man at the end of that day i swear i could not have filmed the movie if we had to film it the next day i was <laughs> i was i was in pain so they're gone for about a month thank god i guess they went to hawaii they filmed all that stuff and then then we went back to film it but during that month i i healed up and so when when we actually filmed it in the arboretum i was ready but uh but yeah that that cool. was a, that's you talk about experience that that I always remember now I know for sure what to do but um but yeah we filmed it in the arboretum and like I said uh Dwayne Johnson he was a great guy just to you know cool. just to film with yeah his his chest was the size of both of my thighs put together you know I mean he was just oh, yeah. this guy was you know, just, yeah yeah and it was a fun time though very fun time the whole cast was fun Cool, that's awesome. You got to meet uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, him. I met him. I met Christopher Walken. He was a really good actor. I like him. Yeah, yeah, he's and, amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, that too, man. Yeah, definitely. I love that movie. Yeah, that was very cool. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, yeah, and Ernie Reyes. I don't know if you know. Oh him. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So Ernie yeah, Reyes Jr. was our, you know, was our boss, and he was obviously Kino in the second movie, Turtle uh -huh. movie. So. Um, and then I was going to mention is, oh, yeah, on Stargate, I wanted to mention is that um, one time I was, you know, I, Kurt, Kurt Russell was, you know, the, the, one of the principals that him and James Spader. Yeah. But, but Kurt Russell, I remember being, I, okay, this I remember being in the makeup trailer, you know, being made up. It was just me and the makeup artist. And I think one of the producers was in there, you know, just talking with another producer. I think they were both in there at the far end of the trailer. Uh -huh. Okay. And now there's only one door out of that trailer, but uh, Kurt Russell comes up and he blocks that door. He's very angry. He's almost, you know, extremely angry because we have to, apparently we have to work seven days. And uh -huh. he yelled at these producers. He goes, no, sorry, no darn way. I'm going to work seven swear. days. You can yeah. swear on this podcast. It's all right. Yeah, but he said, no way I'm going to work seven days. I'm going to go home tonight as soon as we're done, and I'm going back to L.A. <laughs> uh, because, obviously, he didn't want to be there uh, yeah. for that seven days. 
I just remember me and the, you know, me and the makeup guy, we were looking at each other like, there's no way we could go because we couldn't get out of there. He was kind of blocking oh, no. the only way out. But yeah, yeah, some, I got some stories actually. <laughs> no. <laughs> did you guys, did you guys see Ted too? Uh, I, I did not actually. I saw the first one. Okay. Well, but yeah, I see that I, on your IMDb. Yeah. Well, okay. And Ted too. Okay. So the guy who made the costumes, you know, that I bought mine from, uh, Daniel Bravo, I guess apparently mm -hmm. the producers of Ted Two saw it, saw those costumes at at a Comic Con, and they decided to call him up and put it in Ted Two, the movie yeah. Ted Two. Because at the end, I hope I don't give it. I don't think I'm going to give it away. But at There's the no end, one of the bad guy before. hides as Raphael. So there's kind of you know they show the. The Ninja Turtles. Anyway, I worked on on Ted too as Michelangelo, Ooh, which yeah, was my yeah. latest thing. Nice. The only bad thing is the guy who did the costuming didn't know how to negotiate, so so I didn't get credited for it. So that's too bad. But cool, but that like, was me. The, the dance, <laughs> yeah. The turtles dancing. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. That's really cool. So you worked on Ninja Turtles three as well, correct? Yeah, I did work on three. Well, the thing is this, on, on the second one, I actually got injured. Actually, three of us got injured. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't. Okay, we can get into this. <laughs> okay, so you remember, you remember the, okay. well, remember the junk, junkyard scene when Ralph, Ralphie's tied up at the post there? Yeah. And then we sneak yes. in. Uh, yeah. The rest, you know, I think it's me, Donnie, and Leo. We're sneaking in, and we, you know, we say this is a little too... You know easy and then they trap us right okay so they get you in the cargo net and so so basically we so they put the stunt guy the action turtles in this cargo net and what's supposed to happen is that cargo net is attached to a cable with a hydraulic lift off off outside the, the where you know the sound stage and it's supposed to go up 20 feet like like that right it's just gonna you know just go up so fast well, about 10 feet off the floor, the cable snaps oh. and it drops us right onto the stage floor. And I swear it was as quiet as a, you know, church in there. You know, I mean, if you could hear, you could hear a pin drop because everybody thought that we were definitely, you know, we were killed. Basically we were dead oh, and we were, we were seriously hurt though, because on the cargo net in order, so, so if they didn't, if they just had the cargo net, we would have bunched up on each other. So they ended up putting a steel frame so that we wouldn't bunch up, uh, oh, the three wow. of us. But but that frame actually landed on on Stephen Hole's um, ankle. Okay, oh, so, yeah, it, it landed on it, broke it in three places, and that thing oh. swelled up like a balloon so fast that oh. if they didn't if they didn't get him to you know the medevac out of there, um, he would have lost his leg basically. Wow. Uh, yeah, Larry Lamb compressed his back. He was out of the shoot. We had. Uh, we we filmed about three fourths of the movie. We we had about two weeks left. Oh but, wow! Uh, but Larry Lamb and Stephen Hole were both out of the movies. We we got replacements for those guys from that point on. And I actually severed my MCL um, on that fall. So so the week before, remember I mentioned about the disco scene with the one yeah. with Vanilla Ice and so forth. Anyway, in that fight sequence, I I slammed my knee against the. The disco floor and i and i bruised you know i guess i i sprained it or something but it oh, wow. really hurt so it was my mcl which is your medial collateral ligament which which what what that does is stabilize you laterally your knee laterally so if uh -huh. you move side to side you know you're able to stop 
on a dime so forth but on on that fall you know when that cable snapped it severed that MCL so now every time I moved laterally it was like Gumby my knee would not stabilize oh. it was it would just come out yeah. of its socket because it, there was nothing to support it there or stabilize it yeah and uh, and that and that was the weirdest feeling I couldn't even describe it it just yeah. felt like Gumby in the scene I threw a, a front kick uh. the foot soldier was gra- grabbed it but with the other kick I would jump up and kick his face you know okay, and at yeah. the same time I was gonna spin but as I spin my and I hit the ground uh-huh. my leg slammed on it you know sideways now in between the the turtle suits uh, we have the you know we have the um, the knee pads and so forth they're leather but still there's the some of your 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 bones are exposed on the joints oh, okay. yeah, you know, yeah. and that, that's when so that's what I hit and stuff Ouch. and uh, and then, like I said, the next week we were, we, it was, I severed it on the on the cable snap, but um, yeah, that was a scary time. But we didn't, we ended up not suing. I got workers' comp. I ended up finished the movie, but about a month it never healed, so I went to go check it out. I got an MRI, I severed it, and so I had to get an operation, and oh, that took man. about two years to yeah come back and from that and stuff. So crazy but, yeah. yeah no it was crazy and it was actually better than my other knee for the longest time but about maybe four years ago it's starting to bother me again now oh but, wow yeah i guess i'll go knocking on their door again no i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> was so, the was the overall i don't know how to say this like the overall vibe going in ninja turtles 3 was it any different I from didn't... 2 or Pretty much yeah. the same. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I never finished that. I That's all right. Sorry. All right. All right. Yeah, so no here's the thing yeah. about Turtles Three. Okay, so I I was injured on the second movie, so I, I was not contracted to do the third movie as Michelangelo. What happened was, is that they were going to actually film it up in Canada because there was you know it was cheaper up in there at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very expensive in LA to film here, uh, and so they were going to film up in Canada. So they had to have seventy five percent of the cast had to be Canadian. So they ended up, um, I think they contracted another uh, guy from Canada. His name is Shashir Inacola, mm-hmm. which, and so forth. So so he was the guy who did Michelangelo in the third movie. But Pat Johnson did call me and he said, well, you know, did you, if you still want to work on it, you're welcome to come up and work. You're, you're just going to be uh, one of the Japanese warriors that, you know, one of the bad guys, basically, mm-hmm. that the turtles beat up. So that's what I did. I, I they ended up filming it in Astoria or, you know, in Oregon. And I drove up, I drove up there and, uh, and I was, yeah, a bad guy. So you're not going to see my face either because, you know, it's not, it was supposed to take place in ancient Japan. Right. Um, And so, so you'll see me from the back is what I'm saying. Although in one of the scenes while I was there, I was on the second unit, uh, Stephen Ho, the fight turtle for Donatello was on the first unit. They were filming a, a scene with him. They needed somebody else in a turtle suit for Donatello uh, in the second unit. So they Ooh. asked me to suit up and I did one scene, the scene that they slide down the sewer. Mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. yeah Donna as Donatello. And, uh, oh, cool. nice. Yeah. So that was kind of a nice thing, but, um, but I was, again, I didn't work on the full movie as the turtle. Mm. Cool. But still, it was a great time because it was just nice to be on set again. Uh, cool. Although by that time, 
you know, Jim Henson, the Creature Shops, did the first two movies. Yeah. And, and you guys are familiar with Jim Henson? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Muppets and, you know, all that stuff. So, and, you know, Kermit the Frog. So, yeah, they did the first two movies. The third movie, from what I heard, you know, was done by All Effects. So yeah. They, they got the, the, the third movie. So, so, what I'm saying is that the costuming was different. Uh, oh, wow. And it wasn't it wasn't as high tech or as good as it, yeah. the Jim Henson movies. Oh wow! Yeah, but it was still. I mean, looking back at it now, it was still you know okay. <laughs> it as wasn't, a kid, I didn't notice it at all. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. know. Like, yeah, I didn't notice anything like that. It was. Just, they all seemed kind of like the same. Right. right. I guess yeah, most people won't won't know the difference either. But but I mean, some of the pattern. If you look at on the different turtles from the first two movies and the third yeah. one the patterns on their spots and stuff are different yeah and just the animatronics aren't as smooth yeah it's right. very choppy and, and from what i heard this is what i heard but jim are uh, the all effects people uh, what i'm trying to say is i guess they i don't want to say they lift well they lifted jim henson's uh, you know technique so they kind uh -huh. of underbid him for the third movie so we oh, just got wow. They kind yeah. of like reverse engineer it or something right i guess i don't know how they did it but they got yeah. they got they were able to get you know the the, the bid for the third movie yeah too bad wow maybe yeah. henson could they him and the company saw that maybe the script wasn't as strong as the first two and that's why they pulled out well i mean that could have something to do with it as well but from what i heard uh you know they they bid for it as well just that mm -hmm. i guess the other company underbid them yeah and, um, um, they were able to get the job yeah. but um which was too bad i think yeah maybe it wasn't as strong as the first two but but i think with the you know the jim henson uh animatronics i mean that was just one out of things that probably dragged it down as well is what i'm saying I cool cool it, it just wasn't it should have been a jim henson i i thought but what what do i know <laughs> you know i just work on the thing that's all <laughs> I have one last question, and then yes. Stefan, you can close this out if you want. But uh, <clears throat> if you have another question, of course, Stefan. But um, so like, I think probably the main thing in martial arts movies world these days is John Wick, as far as I can tell. Or, do, what is your opinion on the state of martial arts cinema in general now? I know uh, it's kind of a broad question, but do, are, are, do you think it's changed for the good, for the bad, or? Or uh, I mean, are you getting what you want out of martial arts movies, or I don't know? Like, what do, what do you think about all this? Well, I mean, I think they're they're. Um, I mean, they, Black Panther just came out, right? Yeah. Was, yeah. Did you guys see the, that movie? Yeah. Yes. I, I didn't see it. What is, I mean, was there martial arts in there? Um, it's not. It's more. That was one of the bigger gripes with the film. Not to spoil anything, but the the fight scenes are a little CG heavy. Okay. Um, so there's a couple other scenes where they're not in the costumes exactly, where they where they have some cool choreography and some fighting, which is really good because it seems like they did at least go to reference like an African style of fighting, African martial arts. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have to see it. I got made this week. I've got to go. It's see good. That. Yeah. But but it's I good. haven't. You know, I mean, I've been from what I've seen. You know, I really don't know what the state is. I mean, I guess it's good for the people that are out there now but what i'm saying is that i'd like to see and you know this is i've always wanted to make a movie like enter the dragon yeah that's that i gotta I go back to that because i mean 
Bruce Lee, you didn't need to CG, you know, CGI and all that. Mm. He was, he was that embodiment of, of, of a dragon or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. He had everything. You didn't need to have any special effects with him or anything like that. So, so what I'm saying is that there's, there's things that I've written that I cool. hope that I'm going to make that I, I, you know, that and one of them is, you know, something along those lines of an end to the dragon. Cool. That'd be amazing. I would love to, you know, get that out on the screen. So we'll see. I mean, I'm pushing for that now. I mean, cool. I, through the years, I haven't, you know, I, I've been, you know, it, you have to live life. And yeah. I, you know, at the time I have a family and stuff. So I, I not only did movies, I, I did, you know, I worked as a, as a fitness instructor for many years and, you know, mm-hmm. I've been going to school for film. So, so I've been doing some writing myself and, um, and I have some stories to tell and I hope that Ooh, I can tell them. That's exciting. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. yeah. And when I do get them together, I'll let you guys know. Maybe we'll yeah, do definitely. an interview. That would be fucking awesome, awesome. man. All right. Stefan, you got any last uh, question here? Um, I just also saw that you uh, worked on John Carter in some capacity. It says uncredited oh, yeah. on IMDb. Was that a, a fun experience at all? I really liked that movie. I think I'm one of the few people who liked that movie. But I liked it. Yeah, it's, well, yeah. you know what? I, I'm sorry it didn't get as much credit as, as I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, you know what I think it is? It might have been the title. Yeah, that's Carter, a lot of people think. And that was yeah. it. Because th- the way they, when I first heard that movie i think it was called john carter from mars or something yeah john carter of mars of mars right why didn't they keep that i don't know why but i know yeah the the books are called the um the uh what is it called the a princess of mars was the first book that it's based on uh-huh and so i heard i, I heard an argument that like no girl is going to want to go see a movie that has mars in the title and no boy is going to want to go see a movie that has princess in the title I think that's kind of bullshit, but um, yeah, it sounds. It is. You know, it is. But there was a, from day one. I think there was a serious issue with the titling, and I think uh, Andrew Stanton, who directed it, who also directed Wall-E before that, oh, okay. I, th- I think he was yeah, pushing. Andrew for, Andrew St- yeah. Stanton, I think Stanton. Yeah, Stanton. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. And he was pushing for that John Carter of Mars title, but it seems like Disney wanted to. I don't know. Oh man, they should have listened to him. I think yeah. because because uh, I mean I that's <laughs> what I think. That probably what did it in, which is too bad because um, I, I thought it was fun. But you really don't want to hear this story, do you? All right, all right, I'm gonna tell it to you. No, I'm just joking. But here's the thing. All right, so you, so remember, I, t- I mentioned Mark Ginther. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Mark Ginther, he was Razar, the actor on on the second movie, but cool. he was he was the stunt coordinator for pickup shots at at uh for this movie, John Carter. So he, he called me up saying, asked me if I wanted, he's doing some pickup shots for the movie. So mm. I don't know if he worked on the whole movie, but I just did the pickup shots. Okay. So anyway, I go down to, I think it's um, Marina Vista or Mar, Mar Vesta, Vista, I think it's called. Yeah. Down by LAX. Anyway, yeah. that, there, I think Howard Hughes used to house his spruce goose. Oh, wow. And, uh, <laughs> it, 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 so yes, yeah, this huge building. Uh-huh. But once I walk in, like the Walt Disney people converted that whole thing into a green screen room. Oh, wow. It's, yeah. it's huge. And they made it into a green screen room. So here's the reason why. So they saw so what we had to do was there were two armies, huge armies. There was the red army, I think it was, and the blue army. They mm-hmm. were Roman fighting armies, right? 
And then, so they would say action, and these two armies came in and they converged and they were fighting. I guess the the director Andrew Stanton said, mm. and he goes, "I need something else when we start this scene. What do we need? I think what we need is a body. When you say action, to drop right in front of the camera." So my friend Mark Ginther, he looks around, and he goes, "Nick, come here." Goes, hey, Nick, when they say action, I want you just to drop right in front of that camera. So you can, and then that's all I did all day. So cool. basically, I worked on it one day, yeah. and if you blink, I'm that dead guy in front of the camera lens. Probably saying, "I can't see. Move up. Get him out of the way." Or, wow. <laughs> that's all I did on that movie, but that's but cool. it was fun because I'll tell you why. Because once we shot a couple of takes, as we were walking off the set. Right off the set, you had all these computer guys on on the outside there, just as you get off the set, uh-huh. and they were already rendering that whole movie. Yeah, as, holy as shit! Wow. That's how fast mm-hmm. that was happening. Yeah, I mean they were getting that done just like that. It was crazy. Yeah. They were like all animation guys, basically. Andrew yeah, Stanton they, from they Pixar, must have been. Yeah. or I guess Pixar animated is, a lot of that. Is that what? Yeah, I know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but all I know is that they were. I could see, you know, just what we yeah. shot, and they were also doing all this stuff. It was yeah, that's cool. crazy. Awesome. Glad I asked that. That's awesome insight into that movie. Yeah, yeah. Sung classic, folks. Watch John Carter. Just yeah, I saw it. It's quite good. Yeah, like Star Wars, but not. You know, yeah, just, please watch like, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just it's got an old... my residual from from that one, by the way. Oh, nice. I yeah. tell ya. <laughs> Cool, man. Well, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for coming on, dude. This has been yeah, awesome. You, yeah, yeah really. you bet it. And thank All you right. for having me, you guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Okay, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll check back with you when I'm, when I got my stuff coming too. For nice. sure. You. All right. Take cool. care of yourselves. Take yeah. care. As well. Right. Bye. Bye, Andrew. Bye, Bye Stefan. Bye. All right, and that does it for episode one fourteen. That was Nick Palma. Um, we hope you really enjoyed all the behind-the-scenes tidbits he was able to drop on your ass. Um, I know we did. I know I'm glad to know somebody else likes John Carter like we do. Uh, as well as like to thank Shasta for her contributions to our Patreon. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Um, anybody out there who wants to donate to our Patreon, please don't be shy. Uh, please feel free to drop in there anything that you may have to <laughs> too bad we can't receive buttons because those can be valuable sometimes too <laughs> but uh if you got bitcoin that'll work <laughs> um yeah that's gonna do it for us you guys the else andrew well that's it for me man awesome hell yeah this is stefan and andrew and i'm signing off signing off see ya This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And we'll talk about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. (laughs) That's the coolest thing. (laughs) Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. (laughs) And we can make money. (laughs) What? (laughs) If you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility.
<laughs> you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> you get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. For a I'm million, a... <laughs> I'll give you Joey for a weekend. <laughs> for $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project. <laughs> <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>